Hello, and welcome into another episode of Popcorn for Breakfast. After a week off, we have a packed show for you. Some may even call it a fantastic show for you. That's right. We've got casting news for the Fantastic Four, and that's not the only Marvel news. It's been a little while since we've talked about the MCU. They're taking a little bit of a pause, but the news was flying fast this week. We've got the Fantastic Four cast. We've got a Deadpool and Wolverine trailer, and a new trailer for X-Men 97, the animated series, coming back to Disney Plus later in March. We are ready to jump right into it, and we hope you are too. Let's do it. so much for joining us on another episode of popcorn for breakfast we are just thrilled that you are here with me as always my co-host kirk hello hello i'm your other co-host cam and we are back talking about something i feel like we used to talk about every week Mm. was it every week for a while there i feel like whenever um well whenever disney plus released and covid happened and there was WandaVision and the whole, whenever they were trying to do that thing where there was a Marvel something every, what was it, all the time? All they the wanted time. there to always be something new Marvel. Um, we were literally talking about it every week. It's been a while since we've talked about it in full. And so that's exactly what we're going to do today. We're going to dive into all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe news because there is news, Kirk. Finally. And maybe good news. Actual good news for Marvel, which has been a long time coming for that, too. We'll see. We'll see. Is it good news? Is it bad news? Do you agree with the casting? We'll have to. We'll have to Ooh. see. Um, there is a ton to get into. First of all, though, we have to apologize for having a week off. We literally sat down to record Madam Web. <laughs> sat down in this studio. We were like, just saw it at the screening. It was like nine thirty a.m. <laughs> we were like, let's get this out the door so that we can release it the day that Madam Web comes out. And I get a text from my wife who was upstairs and she's like, your son is, is puking. And I was like, okay, cool. All right. Great. Perfect. Perfect. Bye. So yeah, we took a week off. There will be a Madam web review coming, um, later this week on Friday and it will be full of spoilers. So it'll be super fun. We'll talk more about that a little bit later. Um, but let's talk about, uh, dare I say good Marvel. <laughs> Definitely good Marvel. I'm on team good Marvel this week. Not to, Cam is bad cop. He's going to be on skeptical cop. Not to uh, not to um, spoil our review of Madam Web, but we'll call this good Marvel. No reason. We'll call this the good side of Marvel. Yes. Um, so Kirk, it's finally here. The Fantastic Four casting. It's finally here. I don't even, until the picture came out, released from Marvel, from Marvel Studios, <laughs> There have been so many fan castings that, yeah. are, that are so well-crafted that I'm like, yeah, that that's probably real, that I just have not trusted anything for the past six months. But this kind of was the fan casting. I have heard yeah. over the over the last few months and seemingly years, each of these people linked in some capacity. I think the only one that came out of left field for me was Pedro. Yes. And that one leaked first, 
uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, forgive me, I can't remember which insider it was who leaked that particular one, um, but they were like confident on it, and other sources corroborated. And but otherwise, Vanessa Kirby that was leaked ages ago, mm-hmm. ages, and and it was just like a foregone conclusion. She was giving these vague answers at press conferences, where like, which I feel bad for these guys when they have to answer for it because it's an impossible question to answer well. It's yes. like if you remember the No Way Home, like poor Andrew Garfield was doing like tick tick boom press tour <laughs> and every interview. So what's up with what's up with this new Spider-Man movie? Like are you back? And it was horrible for him. And Vanessa Kirby's been going through the same thing because she was in um Dead Reckoning, mm-hmm. Mission Impossible, and she was getting hit hard for that and she would say things like, "Well, I can't say anything, but it would be an honor," which is like right. Come on, Vanessa. We, right. We know. But again, it's like, how do you answer? Uh, the other one, Joseph Quinn as mm-hmm. Johnny Storm, the Human Torch. Um, that one I saw in fan castings for months. Yes. And rumors. Immediately after Stranger Things yes. season four, they're like, put him in as Johnny uh, Storm. Yeah. There it is. And we then there it. were like legit rumors. And and then uh, the one, I can't remember even Moss Bacharach, who uh, he's from uh, The Bear. Yes. He's, he's cousin. Uh, <laughs> hey, cousin. The just the best. I love that show and love that role. Mm-hmm. Um, you also saw him die tragically in Andor unexpectedly. Yes, Spo- spoiler I for, alert. Yeah, I forgot about Andor. Yeah, he was in that. He's he's popped up in a few things over the years and now uh, is having his moment, which is great. He deserves it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think he. I think I saw him linked to the thing at multiple times mm-hmm. throughout the process too. So it's like this was the fan casting minus Pedro. Everybody wanted John Krasinski. Thought it was going to be John Krasinski. It wasn't. So what's your reaction now that we have the cast finalized? Where are you at? I feel like I can finally rest because I've been battling <laughs> all of these rumors. Like, is is he, is she, will he, will she? Yes. And finally, we can see the future. I think they've probably had all of this lined up for quite some time, which Gotta is be. also annoying. Probably why they're, the fan castings were so spot on. Yeah. Because, like, you know, that's how things spread, like a friend of a friend of a friend works at a production studio that, you know, did some work on Miss Marvel or, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like there's, that's how it starts. Mm -hmm. The lawyer who signed the contracts. (laughs) Right. He tells his kid because he's excited. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I'm just happy that we're finally done uh, because uh, historically there's not been a single good, Fantastic Four film. Not a single one. We've had one in Ooh. 1994. Not a single one, Cam. I feel like that might be a hot take. Really? Do you think people I don't know. thought the other ones were good? Okay, here's the reason I say this. Because I, I tend to agree with you. The original Fantastic Four, even though I watched it a ton, because I was young. Yeah. Um, When I say the original, what, what year was that? 2005. 2005. I watched that one a ton. The Chris Evans, Jessica Alba, um... Michael Chiklis, uh, Michael Chiklis and the guy's name who I can never pronounce. I O A N Grufford. Yeah. 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 I watched that movie a ton. It's not good, but there is so much weirdness on, I guess, film Twitter or just like Twitter in general right now about people like fondly being like, we'll never have a cast better than this one. And I'm like, I felt like that movie was hot garbage to be honest, but uh, I don't know. Are people just being, are they joking? No, it was terrible. They yeah. have to be joking. Or they have really bad taste. <laughs> could, that could be too. That could be too. We always encourage you to like what you want to like, but like that is definitively, I feel like that is true. Like you look at the Fantastic Four, 
which I hope I get my hands on it one day from 1994. The most, <laughs> go watch the trailer. Maybe we'll post I'll, it. I'll put a clip in. I'll put a clip in the episode. <laughs> I'll edit it in there because it's like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers level oh, of worse. camp. Worse. Oh, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> and here's the clip. <laughs> yeah, no. And... <laughs> Uh, 2005 with the, with the cast we just told you the also the sequel to that with the, Sil- Rise, Rise of the Silver, of the Silver Surfer. Surfer now that one was atrocious uh, you had Fantastic Four come out in 2015 with a seemingly perfect cast with Miles Teller Michael B. Jordan Jamie Bell no, we don't Kate talk about Mara. that one that one's, that's a cursed <laughs> film that's a cursed film we don't should talk about should have been good it should have been good and then now we have this cast so I feel like there's the only way uh, the only way forward is up there's not mm. a lot to live up to in anyone's mind. You can do whatever you want with this. And I hope, I really hope that the that all the rumors are true about this being uh, going to be in the 1960s, 1970s, yes. all the speculation, because that's what no one has done. They've all tried to go modern. Well, let's go back to their heyday when, the, when it was a better, when things were better in the yeah, 60s. Yeah, they were Marvel's right? first family. Let's make it a period piece. That could be cool. Yeah. That could be cool. Um, yeah, there's a lot of rumors about that with the the stuff that they posted in there. There were some Easter eggs. Like, um, there's a picture of like, well, like, you know, it's like early space exploration. It was like right after the space race. Yes. Um, that was kind of like the genesis for all this stuff. You've got the, the what is it, Life magazine cover thing that's supposed to be the Nixon uh, like. Lit- Linda B. Johnson, right? Is it Lyndon? I oh, thought it was Lyndon. Maybe it is. Maybe I'm I didn't wrong. actually look at it. I was just like, <laughs> whatever. Um, but anyway, they, they've got all these different Easter eggs, and it looks a little bit stylized and, and things like that in that way. Plus, the I love the title treatment with the font. Oh. Um, that like baby blue color and the old school font, the old school Marvel logo they have on there. Yeah. Really cool. So it does feel like they're definitely going period, um, which I think is great. I think, and with all the time travel and things that are going on in the MCU with the TVA, um, which we saw heavily involved in the Deadpool and Wolverine trailer, which we'll talk about in a little bit, uh, it feels like the right move. I feel like this feels like the right cast. I love Vanessa Kirby. I think she's fantastic. I think it's a perfect casting choice. I think she's got tons of range and tons of ability to do just knock this out of the park. Right. Have it, I mean, Joseph Quinn, small sample size, but he's getting a ton of roles. So he uh, obviously, I mean, he was fantastic in Stranger Things. So he's got it. I don't need to talk about Eben. He was, inc- he's incredible. Uh, so, so good. Um, so for me, to be honest, surprisingly, the one question mark I have is Pedro. Pedro. Mm-hmm. It feels, he's fantastic. And I love him. And I know that people make jokes. Like we were talking in the Discord the other day about like somebody posted a meme in there that was like, by <laughs> experts, uh, Expect that by the year 2050, every show will involve Pedro Pascal <laughs> escorting a super child across, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious and 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 very well deserved. Um, but despite all of that, he is extremely talented and a very good actor with a ton of range and a ton of comedic chops and things like that. Um, Reed Richards, though, is a is an interesting breed and such an important character. Mm-hmm. Um, we know Pedro can handle the big franchise weight. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, he's done The Last of Us. He's done The Mandalorian, which is like huge. So, not worried about it from that perspective. But it's just the character fit. I haven't seen him play a character like this, and there is a balance to it. I think it's a little more nuanced than people think. Like he's just like a nerdy whatever. He's he's not though. He's he's got his limitations. He's got his character quirks, but he's also a leader. He's also um, I mean, this character's been around a long time. Yeah, so I'm intrigued by it. Yeah, he's he's a hard one to crack because 
He is very prideful, but he's not uh, like we've seen Pedro like lose his his masculine uh, just lid pop off his head, which yeah. we always want to see with any kind of male character. But I don't think Reed Richards ever gets that way, so it's very different. Um, I, I think that you're absolutely right. The question here is: Is this the, the right Reed Richards? Um, does does the future Reed Richards kill him, or or does he die and take over? Like, is he just like a stand-in to get people into the mm. seats? That could be interesting. Like, if we're in the '60s, uh, and all of a sudden the future versions of all of these come back to like warn them about right. something. Maybe they warn them about Secret Wars, which we know there's a big influence of Fantastic Four in. Maybe that's what happens. Yeah, and like with Kang, you know, Kang and. So Kang is a descendant of Reed Richards mm-hmm. in some form or fashion because his name is his name is Nathaniel Richards if I mm-hmm. remember correctly, and uh, the Kang stuff is so confusing. I've read comics involving Kang, but it's like even along the same timeline, there's like multiple Kangs, and it's like I'm my own grandpa situation with Reed <laughs> Richards, where it's like he may be his descendant, but also his grandfather. Like, it's like crazy stuff happening there. For those of you born after the year 2000 who may not have had our childhood, <laughs> there's a famous song called I'm My Own Grandpa. Oh, come on. Everybody knows that. Sure. Sing it, sing it right now. Go no, ahead. I won't sing it. I'm there was a movie grandpa. too, wasn't there? There, I think there was some generic <laughs> weird movie. Um, and then just a fun fact, uh, not to uh, to just put you off of no, Cam. No, let's but go. Cam is his own cousin. That's true. He is his own cousin. That's true. I won't even share the details on that because... I actually just found the diagram of how you <laughs> and your siblings are all your own cousins. My family tree is a circle. We call it, <laughs> It's an Alabama family tree. Uh, no. Uh, what were we talking about? Fantastic Four. Fantastic. <laughs> Reed Richards. <laughs> it all comes back. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, the Kang thing is, like, way up in the air because yeah. I don't know what they're doing with it. Seems like with Secret Wars and that... Fit that other Avengers movie that was called King Dynasty that may still be called King Dynasty, but it might, yeah. I don't know, but there could be multiple Reed Richards, is what I'm trying to say. There mm. could be potentially because of the way that time works or doesn't work in the in the MCU. So. Yeah, don't count John Krasinski out just yet. Oh, that would be interesting. That would be interesting. I don't know. We'll see. What, so, what, if, what if his only role is to keep coming back and dying within the first five minutes? Yeah. <laughs> Like everyone's like, he's they, back. they also bring back Scarlet Witch, yes. and they and she shreds him into spaghetti again. Which she's not in any of the marketing material. No. she just walks in from a TVA portal and just destroys him in some new graphic I horrible love it. way. She's greater this time, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, Wood who knows? Chipper. That would be great. That would be great. I, I that bit would be people would hate that, but I would love it. I would so, love it as well. Great. Um, so yeah, I think Fantastic Four off to a good start with what we've seen. Do you agree with that? I agree. Okay, here's the other rumor related to Fantastic Four that's a little bit hotter off the presses at the end of this week. Um, Jeff Snyder of the Insider, who um, is a longtime industry uh, insider and and expert, is reporting that Javier Bardem is the favorite to play Galactus, which would be the lead role in this Fantastic Four movie. Lots of people have speculated Doom, obviously. Dr. Doom is the first one that comes to mind. Uh, but there's rumors that it's Galactus and that Javier Bardem is the guy and that they're trying to work out schedules and figure that out as well as trying to cast someone as the silver surfer. So they'd be doing both because those guys are a package deal. Um, if you're familiar with the the comics and how that all works, what are your thoughts on that villain choice? And also that casting choice of Javi. 
Well, I have to say that I, I do enjoy myself some Javier Bardem. Oh, yes. Really enjoyed him as maybe the best villain played in the Bond Ooh, franchise in Skyfall. Skyfall. Yeah, that was good. But man, I don't know if he's like going through a rough patch with his acting skills. I oh, mean, if we get anything, oh. if we get anything, Cameron, like we did in the Little Mermaid live action as his King Triton, I will be so disappointed. Well, okay. Which would lead me to think that he would better be played as Doctor Doom, a more grounded character than Galactus, who is you know a bigger guy. That's that's where my concern with it comes is with the actual character of Galactus itself. So l- listen. I'm not just going to let you go unscathed on your Javi slander. <laughs> we love Javier Bardem. He's great. Little Mermaid was rough, but that was a terrible script. Yeah. Terrible. And he was like doing underwater scenes when he wasn't underwater. Terrible. That was a paycheck for sure. Yeah. And you're going to eat your words when we see Dune part two because he yeah. plays Stilgar and he's going to absolutely rock that. Anyway, uh, Galactus. Love Galactus. But is this one of those characters that just only works in comics or, or animation it might be like i know eternals did the they, they did the celestial thing his fist is still outside <laughs> of the earth <laughs> he's still a giant what <laughs> crystallized hand and they did it and it was okay um weird but i just wonder like galactus like just eater of worlds like how does it work mm-hmm. i don't know i'm i'm questioning that hard i just like I don't think we're ready for it. I don't know that we are. It's it's just like, I know that the MCU, and we've been going on about this for too long, but they've been trying to go more cosmic in general and have failed at almost every turn, I feel like. If you go too, too detailed, too far with a specific character that crosses more into sci-fi on the live-action screen, mm. you can't win the entire audience or even the majority of the audience. Right. And if you can't win the majority of the audience for the MCU, then it doesn't work. Yeah, and I just think we need a final, you know, all these all these movies have like a final battle sequence. Yes, it's formulaic. Yes, it, it is what it is, but it's the genre. Yeah. It can't be big giant CGI nastiness. No. And like you're already looking down the barrel of that with Mr. Fantastic. Can't really do that practical. I mean, they did in 1994 and it was horrible. <laughs> um the thing Invisible Woman, though that one's less offensive. You just don't have human her in the torch. S- it's just for like- Invisible Woman. You just say, "Step out of the frame, <laughs> Vanessa." We're we're and just talk. <laughs> yeah, this is Throw the Invisible voice. Woman. <laughs> I love that. Uh, but you know, effects. it's already it's going to be so CGI heavy already with those guys, and then you throw in Galactus, and it's like, sheesh. Yeah. Whereas, like with Doom, you could go more practical, mm-hmm. and Doom is a better villain anyway. I mean, I don't think that's a controversial opinion. No. Galactus is fine, but Doom is, like, awesome. I don't know. I have questions about that one. I don't think Javi's a bad pick. I just think the the pick itself for the villain might be interesting. And also Silver Surfer. I just have flashbacks to the last... It's just all of this flashback to the last yeah. Silver Surfer movie, which I thought was so bad. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where to go from there. We'll uh, see. With uh, with Javi. I think uh, we just need his role announced. Yes, let's just get, let's just get it out there, and yep. then we can start to put the puzzle pieces together. Yep. Okay. Next up, outside of Fantastic Four, the other big one that happened around the Super Bowl, but we didn't get to talk about it because we were off last week, and we haven't done what's popping in a while. Um, Deadpool and Wolverine is what it's officially mm-hmm. called, not Deadpool three, 
though the logo has the three. I like that. I like the logo a lot. Um, let's talk about this trailer and let's talk about what to expect from this movie. Um, I'll go first. I think this trailer slaps. I was very pleasantly surprised with it. The, the MCU desperately needs this to be a huge win. We've talked about it a lot on here that this is like chips all in. This has to be a hit has to be, and not just like a hit, but like Kirk, you said the other night, like a billion dollars, like obviously has to be a billion dollars, but it also has to be like a billion dollars and people love it. Mm -hmm. Like love it. Um, And I feel like this trailer positions the movie pretty well. It looks funny. It looks cool. There's plenty of question marks. I love that they don't show Wolverine in this trailer at all. Um, That to me is a good sign that they're like confident about this movie and they don't feel like they have to, you know, with their like recent trailers, they've been just really showing everything, everything. And I feel like that has been to the detriment of them (laughs) and has really not, not helped things. So I love that we don't even see Hugh Jackman. And also I have to say like, um, this movie is directed by oh, what's the Sean Levy mm-hmm. who directed uh, the Adam project and directed free guy. One of which of those I liked the other, I did not, which was the free guy. <laughs> I liked free guy. So I have, I had question marks going into this about Sean Levy as the director. Um, I know him and Ryan Reynolds are close and they're writing the movie together and that's all good. Um, but it looks great. There's that scene in the trailer where he does the slow motion reload it looks sick. It looks so good. It doesn't look wonky. It doesn't look gross. Like it looks really good. And, uh, we can talk about the Easter eggs in a little bit, but just like in terms of the trailer, I think it looks really good. I would agree. I would, I would uh, just definitively agree with, agree with you. Now you were on the Deadpool train long before I was, I was skeptical. I was like, is this just a fad? Mm-hmm. And then I ended up watching it after, Deadpool 2 had come out and for like years afterwards I waited and one night I decided all right I'm doing it and I watched both of them back to back and I loved it I loved the style the humor obviously it's a cruder humor but it's it works for that character Um, it doesn't go too crazy like like some movies can nowadays where it's like it all of it still makes sense to the true nature of this character. Yes. So I, I'm I'm Team Deadpool. I think he's fantastic, and the trailer looks like it mimics the style and tone of the first two. Yep. Without that, you don't get anyone into the theater. You're exactly right. The tone, the w- the way that they have brought that character to life on the screen is perfect. Mm-hmm. Frankly, frankly, like they have done it exactly right. And people who read the comics, I've I've always been a big Deadpool comic fan. Um, it's perfect. It's yep. just like so awesome. And Ryan Reynolds, he was born for that role. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm glad that it's intact. I was worried about it after the Fox acquisition, like what's going to happen here. I'm glad they're leaning into it. They had some funny jokes in the trailer about Disney and in the background of that scene that I talked about where he's loading the gun, there is a like destroyed 20th century Fox like stone. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> a la like, planet of the yes, Apes. Yeah. Statue it's like the Statue of Liberty. of Liberty. Oh my gosh. It is so funny. So I, I can't wait to see that. And there's tons of, uh, you know, speaking to the Easter eggs, there's tons of like references to that 20th century Fox cast of characters. They show somebody from behind that looks like professor X, Yes, but it could also be, um, his, his sister, uh, Cass, Casanova, uh-huh. uh, Cassandra Nova, who is played by Emma Corrin, who's also sporting a shaved head in this film and is the villain of the movie, so it could be that. Um, Pyro, 
is back. Returning from X2. <laughs> X2, baby. Wow. The Pyro Iceman uh, feud that was kind of fueled that movie. Which, will we see Sean Ashmore? Ooh. That'd be great. Dude. What's he doing these days? The Iceman, Rogue, Pyro situation in that movie. Chef's kiss. Beautiful. Beautiful I, lo- I love that movie. Here's the pros and cons uh, of this that I see, especially. Okay. So will it work? Will it not? The whole thing. The the chemistry between Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds absolutely will work. Yeah, oh, yes. Their random celebrity jo- uh, jousting <laughs> uh, that they've done through their different businesses that they own oh, online yeah. has been hilarious. If you haven't seen it, just look back through their Twitter feed. They're always just ribbing each other. Um, that will work. I mean, all the way back to the 2009 relationship from X-Men origins uh wolverine x-men origins so that's where it came from the the original ryan reynolds deadpool version in there <laughs> the worst which he killed in deadpool yeah. 2 <laughs> horribly killed yes <laughs> just cleaning up the timeline i think that's what he says <laughs> so yes. good so i think their chemistry is just there um it that is what people will come for and love yeah the downfall of that chemistry and that relationship could be if they decide to ad lib too much in mm. the film and if that makes the final cut i hate it when there's too much ad lib that makes the film, you can have it, but it has to be really expertly crafted yes. for it to matter enough to be put into the story of the film. So they could lose audience members, maybe just a few scenes, but if they run the run it the whole way, if they just let them keep uh, riffing on each other, then I can see an issue with this film. So that's a great point about the dialogue because the one thing you and I were talking about the other night that I don't think is getting enough um, airtime mm-hmm. with all this talk about the movie is the WGA strike yes. that happened while this movie was literally smack in the middle of production. And so they had to halt production for a long time. But then what they did, they restarted production where um, he, well, which one ended first? Was it SAG after first? No, writers ended first, right? Writer strike ended first. Anyway, they restarted production while the strikes were still happening. And I was like, that's not good because Ryan Reynolds is a writer and an actor on the movie. And you can't even, if I understand correctly with the way the WGA strike was because he's a credited writer on the film, he couldn't even improv. That is correct. So it's like, because that is technical writing, but if he was not credited as a writer, he could do it as an actor and it wouldn't matter. Yes. Um, So it's, it's a very gray line, but you're absolutely right. There could be scenes that they had to go back to or maybe reshoot it or there could be really rough, patches of dry dialogue exactly that's what i'm that's my biggest concern with it is like they didn't want to delay the movie which makes sense this is a very crucial thing but like hopefully they didn't do anything at the expense of the quality of the film Mm -hmm. um, because this this has to be it this has to be the one it does the chosen one the chosen one as he says to bring back the marvel cinematic (laughs) universe yes exactly (laughs) um so we'll see definitely let us know in the comments i like to know what people think of trailers we had a big conversation about trailers on the podcast recently when we had our panel uh, where Lynn brought up, like, she doesn't even watch trailers. Some people hate trailers. Some people feel like they're misleading. I am obsessed with trailers. I love to watch trailers. Um, but let us know what you thought of that trailer, and if you're if you're into it, or if you're feeling like Deadpool and Wolverine, as I keep having to correct myself, if you feel like it looks good or bad or whatever. Um, last one, and speaking of the X-Men, um, who are expected to be even more involved in Deadpool and Wolverine, um, X-Men 97. Mm-hmm. This show that, you know, they've they've heralded this new Marvel animation banner. They're, they're segmenting the business into all these different things. Um, 
and I think it's uh, Brian Winbaum who's doing the or Winderman. I can't remember his last name. W uh, Brian W. <laughs> something like that. I'll I'll look it up while we talk about it. But he's running this whole Marvel Animation Studio um, or or separate group here, and they had talked about that Spider Man freshman year uh, show that yes. was going to come out, and then this one, which has been in the talks for a long time. We finally get a trailer for this one. The show releases March 20th. So we're a month away officially from X-Men 97. And what's wild, and I can't even remember. Um, actually, it's Brad. Man, <laughs> that name is driving me crazy. Winderbomb. Uh, Winderbomb. That's, I, did I say that the first time? Windbomb. I, I think I said Windbomb. Anyway. What we'll do is we'll just go back and edit it. That, that you said it right the whole time. And that this part of the conversation we'll do, never Do a little happens. ADR. Do That's a little right. ADR. Um, but... They've got this whole new animation thing. This is going to be the first one, the first show that's like the the flag sh- under that flag of Marvel animation. And crazy, it it picks up right where the 97 series left off. The moment after. That's nuts. <laughs> I love that so much. It's really cool. I just went back and watched the first episode of X-Men uh, from the 90s. And it's a two-parter, which is very common. Because I re- also recently rewatched the the Batman um, animated series. Oh, which was also a two-parter. Like, all of it was two-parters. Yeah. Like, that was just the theme that was of the, the 90s. Thing. Hook them till the next week. And uh, it's... It's very interesting. I don't want to say that it's bad. Um, is it a situation where we remember it more fondly than it actually like? Is it is it not as good as we remembered it? I think so, but we have to give uh, you know it time to evolve, right? So yeah. the first of things are never quite right. The, what's the most jarring is that I, I watched this when I was a kid, but um, I remember more of the live action X Men that came out, right? The Brian Singer yeah, oh, yeah, explosion, yeah. and I and hearing Rogue talk with a very southern accent is very confusing, <laughs> <laughs> and hear, hearing all the voice actors that yeah. are that are very, uh, very just like solidified, like those voices are not going anywhere. Those dialects are there, and to and they're very superhero-y, yes. like melodramatic. Like I, I think of like Cyclops's voice is like very like. I mean, in the new trailer, he's he's like, on me, my X-Men, or something yes. like that, which gave me goosebumps. But mm-hmm. it's to your point, it's like it's different than how they do things nowadays. Yeah, bold choices and very distinct. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm going to keep watching <laughs> the original 50 or 60 episodes. Um, but I'm still hyped about this new version of it because I remember just nostalgically, I remember, if that's a word, that I really yes, loved this is. series. I, I, I've decided it. Oh, Even good. if it's not, it is now. <laughs> Thank you. And I, I really I really think this new one, to, to boldly decide, yes, let's pick up as soon as this ended, uh, that's brilliant. That's really brilliant and yeah. such a good commitment. It is bold, and that's what I like about it too. Um, I like when people do things that are different. And this is the kind of stuff that you should be doing when you have the full mm-hmm. breadth of Marvel characters at your disposal, save Spider-Man. Obviously, he's not. But when you've got that, this is the kind of stuff you should be doing. Not this like half hocked like random crap that they throw out. These like shows that don't work or like what if, which didn't really work very well. No. For me, I'm speaking personally. Um, like figure out what did work, what people associate these characters with. And I'm not saying it has to all be remakes because I know people get kind of annoyed with remakes and sequels and that's fair. And that's why this is so good because yeah. it's a continuation it's of a story. It's not a remake, right. It's it's the same story. They're and, like, let's just pick it up. And that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, and that's I why mean, they did it with Clone Wars, which is not not Marvel. Yeah. But, um, that was cool. But so this, 
this is the way. Yeah, it is. It is. It's <laughs> for Marvel. It's interesting, and I, I think it looks really good. I realized when I saw the trailer that what I've been thinking of this entire time was X-Men Evolutions. Yes. Which, <laughs> which was a baller Bob, show. They were all in like oh. high school, and it was this was like an after-school cartoon, and... I have extremely fond memories of that. They it must have these, been a little later on. It was like 2000s or something. Yeah, they had these white suits with like black and <laughs> yeah, red dude. treatments. Oh, they're so cool. We're, we're probably There's probably some sect of X-Men fans that absolutely despises that show and they're just like <laughs> screaming at their screen right now. That's not real X-Men. <laughs> For me, when I was like eight or whatever, it was. Um, yeah. So I was a little <laughs> disappointed. I was like, where's Toad? Wearing a backpack, like going to school. I don't know. <laughs> but um, other than that, I think it looks sick. I think the animation style looks cool. I like that they kind of like, man, it's just cool. Like we have so much technology at our disposal now. They like backdate the animation yes. to make it look consistent, higher quality, but not, uh, it doesn't look artificial. It no. looks like they're trying to, you know, stay consistent with the styling. So that's cool. The fact that a lot of the voice cast is able to return and reprise their roles. That's nuts. That's awesome. Um, it's, it just, it looks really cool. And I hope that they continue to do cool stuff like this. Um, because there were a lot of good animated shows back in the day. And really prior to like that first X-Men movie or Spider-Man, uh, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man, we didn't have anything but the animated. This is like, the that only was way you could consume your favorite comics in a, in a, in a movie or TV, or yeah. not a movie, just TV form. Like you could see your your favorite characters. Um, I would love to see them do this with like Static Shock and oh, come on DC, come I on mean, James Gunn, please. Oh, I mean, come on, we've been dying for Batman <laughs> Beyond as well. Like Will Friedle is dying to get back in the, <laughs> yeah. in the the studio. Let's go, let's go. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think if you have the rights to this kind of stuff, this is this is your obligation. Find mm-hmm. the cool stuff that people grew up with. That you know, this is some people's very first touch point with Marvel, like we're talking about, and uh, make it happen. Mm-hmm. Make dreams come true. Make 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 people's dreams come true. That's mm-hmm. what it's all about. So. I think that's all that's going on with Marvel right now. It's a ton. Um, we only have to wait till March 20th for this X-Men series. And then uh, Deadpool and Wolverine comes out, I believe, uh, July 25th or something like that. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the it's not too far not too far off. And well, I'm sure we'll be learning more about the Fantastic Four like every day from here on out. Because now that the levy has broken and the, like we've got all this news coming, it's going to be like production leaks and casting rumors and all this. So it's going to be fun. It's I'd like to say time. something because like, this is the kind of joy uh, and excitement and happiness that I felt like we had at the beginning of 2020. Yes. And should we be concerned that there's another <laughs> global pandemic yeah. about to start? Like, <laughs> Oh my goodness. We have things to look forward to now and it's just going to come and destroy us all. Can you believe all these fantastic things in motion? And, We'll all be locked in our houses again. <laughs> well, like on that note, there was there was a story about oh, no. this person. <laughs> this is going to be like the clip that they show in the zombie apocalypse movie at the uh, beginning uh. Uh, of like this Alaskan, some sort of Alaskan virus. Oh my gosh! That somebody died from. I don't know, but that's like far away. Surely it won't. I mean, it's got to make it through like Canadian tundra to get here. Maybe uh. it'll just stay up there. Which like thoughts and prayers to the Alaskans. <laughs> if so, I don't know. I don't know anything about it except for one headline I read that I was like, "Ee, that's that seems ominous." That's exactly how it happened with coronavirus. <laughs> it just is, saying. dude. It that for real. I had flashbacks because it's just like 
at first it was like one person has contracted this new virus and then I don't even want to talk Listen about to it. me. If for some reason I contract some weird thing that has never happened, <laughs> I, I'll take the bullet. Like yeah. just just put me down. That's noble of you. Yes. And we'll just yeah, we'll just quarantine you and light you on fire and exactly. we'll call it a day. Yeah. That's it. I do not want to spread it. <laughs> Everyone enjoy the rest of their world. I, I don't want to be responsible for it. I hate it. that we're even speaking this into the universe. We need to stop right now. We need to stop. Well, I think if uh, as as populated as our area is, I think everyone will get it. So <laughs> it's true. It's I true. mean in a cowardly <sighs> way of saying take me, but it'll take all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so be sure uh, if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening to the podcast, be sure on YouTube to drop in the comments your thoughts on all things Marvel that are happening right now. There's a ton of it. And if you're listening to the podcast, we're available on every social media network that there is. Um, that's probably not true. There's probably some weird underground. MySpace is back. Mastodon. Um, I've heard of that one recently. Mastodon. We're not on that. <laughs> Power Rangers reference. Yeah, that's right. I love it. Um, so you can find us there and drop your thoughts. But we've got a lot of exciting things coming out this week and beyond. We've got a ton. Of, I, I don't know that we've ever been as busy as we are right now, which is a good thing. So later this week on Wednesday, we are releasing our review of Driveway Dolls, which is the new Ethan Cohen movie, not Cohen Brothers. Ethan Cohen, the Cohen brother uh, movie that's coming out starring Margaret Qualley. It releases this Friday in theaters. So check out our spoiler-free review and then go watch it in theaters. And on Tuesday, we are seeing Dune Part 2 at, a, at a, uh, a screening. And I don't know when the when the review embargo lifts there. Um, but I know we can share social media sentiments. So let us know, guys. Like, are these things that you want? Do you want our early thoughts or do you want to just wait for the episode? I go back and forth on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but let us know because we, we could technically share some thoughts on Dune Part 2 via social if that's something you guys are interested in. Or you could just wait for the episode. We'll keep you posted on that. And then at the very end of the week, and this is what we're going to record right now, and probably what I'm most excited about, <laughs> weirdly, <laughs> is our spoiler full episode of Mad- about Madam Web. We were going to do a spoiler-free one. We had the illness thing go on. So now we're going to talk about it in detail because the people who wanted to see it have probably seen it. And we can get into the all, all of the things that happen in the movie. We can. And talk about it in depth. It's going to be a bloodbath. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. So... Look forward to all of that. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for subscribing to the YouTube channel. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button where they say annihilate it, smash it, obliterate it, <laughs> the poor subscribe button, um, or, or subscribe to us on your favorite podcast provider. We have to give a special thanks to our title sponsor, St. Louis area Smoothie Kings, as well as our executive producer, Ryan. We want to thank you all for being here. We want to thank the band Rhetoric for their original music that they have provided us. And we will see you all later this week. Talk to you then. Bye.